Hello and welcome to another episode of What If It's Cool, the show where we talk about anything and everything that is cool in the world today. I have never won a championship and probably never will, Daniel Paul Crow. And on this episode, I have a sit-down interview with the true champion, Cass Stone. We're hearing this about his early days in PCW as well as what he's doing now and how he's become a trainer at the PCW Academy. So sit back, relax and enjoy what it takes to be a true champion with Cass Stone. Thank you so much for being part of the show. I know that you are busy um, because we've had to just do this on last minute. Uh, so I do appreciate everything. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fanboy a little bit here because I um, have seen you grow. Uh, Cause I, the first time I saw you was back in 2014. Uh, and the first match I ever saw you in was you versus Mark Cage in a hardcore match. And you gave uh, Mark a, very very nasty mark uh, uh well uh scar on his back um from the kendo stick i don't know if you remember that match yeah uh, no do you know what i actually remember that match quite well because um that was kind of one of one of mark's big matches at the time because he was heading into his feud with daniel swagger so that was a very big uh match for him as well and uh it's funny because backstage he he comes up to me and he's like uh, it was it was the scariest moment of my life because I was still a kid at this point, right? And uh, mm. Mark comes up to me and he grabs me by the throat. Like, no no word of a lie here. Like, me and him were kind of friends at this point. We weren't, like, best of friends then. But um, but he, he comes up, grabs me by the throat, and he's like, when we're out there, do not up. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. So I'm terrified for my life. This is, like, two minutes before going out. And I'm like, like this, guys. For real, like, oh my and, god, and then, um, yeah, yeah, I know, like it, but you know, it helped set him up onto the path that he was on. He he saw the way I handled myself inside there, and you know, he helped elevate me too. So it was it was a pretty big match for both of us. But um, not only did I get him on the back with the kendo stick, um, the first time I hit him with the kendo stick is uh, he's throwing me out of the ring. He rolls to the outside, and he's behind me. And I pull the kendo stick from out from under the ring and I turn around and swing at him. This is meant to get him in the gut. Yeah. I actually get him across the crotch and he had a massive you kendo did too. stick mark right across there. Yeah. And that was that. And, and yeah, he got a couple of receipts in for that one too. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I've got, I'm going to have to go through, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to go through a lot of posts, but I'm pretty sure I posted that on um, Instagram on my personal. Um, yeah, no, because I'll, 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 I'll try and find. It. I'll send it to you later. Yeah, yeah, because I remember, I remember your post coming through quite early. Uh, as you said, you you followed me for quite some time, and um, and then so when your podcast started coming up, I was like, oh, who's this guy? And then like kind of started connecting dots, and I was like, oh, this guy's been around for ages. Um, but no, yeah. So that was that is a, a match I very much remember. Yeah, I, I just remember two things about that. One, I was like instantly became a fan of you and Marks. But yeah, two, yeah. But two, how incredibly hot that night was because it was uh, that, it, that, that that was a sweat box. Yeah, we've we've just had you know uh, unfortunate uh, venues and where our air conditioning just can't align for us. Like even at Seek, you know, it's. It's we've got that one nice cool area where the aircon actually is, but then again, you got that other you got the side closest to backstage, and that's just yeah, it just gets real warm there. But it was the same down in in Hallam. That was a nightmare. I do, I do, I will, I will say this though. I do, I do miss that little shed. Um, that was very, very intimate, and I, I don't, I don't know. It, it just ha- it has a special place in my heart. Um, that place. I went there a couple of times. Oh, same here, man. Like I, 
I unfortunately didn't get to see that one grow. Like um, I'd come in after they had moved to this, to that venue. And, um, and it was so like, like you said, it was a very intimate space and it was really cool to be able to completely connect with the crowd because you're right there. Um, and that was a big change when it came to, to seek was we built an arena almost, you know, like it's a, it's grandstand seating. It's so, and it kind of took away that element. But um, when I talk to people now that have never seen that Hallam venue and we do shows at, at seek, and then when we moved on to Grandstand, they didn't like uh, Grand Slam. Sorry, they didn't like Grand Slam because of how far away that was. In a sense, you know, like they didn't oh, have that intimate right. vibe. So the people that have come through Seek find that the intimate vibe rather than when we go out on the road from there. Um, so yeah, that's that's a different way of looking at it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Now um, I've seen you grow, but I, I want to get a bit. Uh, you get to know you a little bit more. When did you actually start training and who trained you? Yeah, so um, I started back in 2013 was was my first training session in July. Uh, so we're actually coming up on on 10 years wow. um, this year. So that's pretty pretty exciting. Uh, you know, I didn't, didn't think I'd be doing it for this long ever. Like uh, when I started, I was making wrestling rings in my backyard and dad hated me because he would have to mow the lawn around it. <laughs> and uh he was like it's just gonna be another hobby just another hobby and then turned out to be to be this but um no i was i was got the privilege to train under quite a few people uh when i first started like um back then the academy had guys like nash taking training anthony dangerfield mark cage um and gabriel wolf was was one of our trainers as well then um, and then, but my, like the two guys that are oh, the three, actually, that I would say influenced my wrestling career the most were, were Anthony Dangerfield, Tricky and Mark Cage when, when it came to training, they were, yeah, they were just, their just their knowledge for wrestling is, is second to none. And, and you, and you, you've now um, taken on a more, more uh, trainer role now at PCW, correct? Yes. Uh, yes. So I'm one of the coaches down there, down there now. Yeah. How's how does that fit, how does that feel now knowing that you got you get on full swing of you know being a trainee and now a star and then now you're you know giving back how does that feel for you? Yeah, it, it's honestly awesome. Like because when I started out, uh, my my goal was obviously to make it to get signed, do do what I can to to be the best professional wrestler there is. And um, when we started building the Southeastern Entertainment Center, um, it was it was really like you could feel this turn in the wrestling community at the time. Um, and then like, as we we're getting deeper into uh, building seek was like AEW was starting to come in and it's like, man, wrestling is popping off again. Like people like outsiders are coming back in and being like, Holy crap, wrestling's cool. Like, mm. and, um, and that was kind of like the time that I started transitioning into that coaching role. And it's my goal. Like now is to really help build the Australian community and really help, uplift what we have here and you know hopefully get us get us to a point where we can get a tv deal somewhere here in australia and have guys locally wrestling as a job almost you know so it's uh it's very cool to be a part of helping grow the next next set of talent Hmm. that's that's really that's really Hmm. good to hear um when did you debut and and how did that first match go uh debut was in I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it was at the end of that 2013 year in November. That was um, it was just a battle royale, so there's not really much to say. I know we came out and it Start, was starting oh. to see a trend here with everyone who have, who's who's been in PCW that they start off with battle royale. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the way we run things, man. It's the uh, 
when when you start at the academy, it's uh you you train and then there's this show called PCW Destiny. And that's mm. the uh that's kind of like our NXT takeover, so to speak, you know. Um that's the show you want to get on, you're you're training to get towards. You've got the ladder match there for the senior guys of the slam card. Um, and then you got the battle royale, and that's kind of where everyone starts off, and that's where we kind of start to feel out. All right, this guy knows what he's doing in front of a crowd. This guy needs to take a bit more uh, training here and there. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was the battle royale. I came out in some camo shorts and and a black t shirt. Nothing exciting. Mm. Um, but my first actual match uh, was was when a battle royale, another battle royale. And then I had a singles match with um, Tom Philippe. And uh, it actually turned out to be the main event of the show as well. Oh, right. I think, yeah, I think it pissed a lot of people off because it was my first actual match. But uh, but I was a draw. I'd bring 50 family members every show. And uh, I've got a big family. So that would turn up in style, making a lot of noise for me. And that's what wrestling is, man. you got to be a draw. And, and I was that. So they put me in the main event against Tom Philippe. Um, I did a double axe handle from the top rope to the outside and wow. split my head open. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yep. So it was a ripping first match and uh, it was great because I went out after the show to my mom and I'm like, oh, we're going to go to hospital. And she's like, why? I was like, did you not see the blood pouring down my face? And she's like, is that real? And I thought that was, I was like, no, mom. I was literally like, we're going to go. I'm going to go get my head glued. Like, so, yeah, that was. That was an experience and a half as well for for my parents coming down there. <laughs> oh my god, I love you above just that line. Is it? Oh, is that real? Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, yeah. they, so they you... knew that they knew the physicality of it, but uh, yeah, they they didn't believe that part. <laughs> Wait, so so did they did they know the business that um well what you guys do? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to expose yeah, it for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, cool. no, yeah, they know, yeah. I'm sort of a traditionalist. I want to keep things a little bit more cafe. But I'm yeah, like, no, nah, yeah. I'm with you, man. Like there's, there's still people out there, you know? So, um, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to expose it for people. So, mm. oh, well, there's one thing that's just come about this. And it, it was the first memory, the moment you said destiny and I hated you for this for so long. And then unfortunately I started doing it too. When you used to do that dab, <laughs> Um, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, will, I will never forget. Uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to forget who it was because I do, I do remember yep. uh, it was Ryan Rapid, yep, Luke Saber, yep, Anthony Walker. I thought, yep. it, sorry, Andrew Walker. Sorry, um, and, yeah, yeah, yep. Is it and, Anthony or Andrew? I think there was one more. Yeah, uh, Andy, Andy. Andy. <laughs> There's one more. It wasn't was, Danger it was the one that? Is oh. the one that I reckon? I reckon. I think. I know what you're talking about. He's the one that actually did it. <laughs> yep. He's probably one of my biggest rivalries too. Oh my god. Oh, who is it now? Ah, uh, nah, I can't think of it. But the yeah. oh wait, yes, hang on. Um, Nate Cross. Yes, there yes, it is. There yeah, we go. Right. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, when yeah. you guys were in the middle of the ring, and then you were just like, oh, 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 and then they all did it. You ran up to the front. Yeah. Nate spears you into the stage classic and that, um, that there oh, yeah. oh i could never think of a better better moment in our wrestling career like, that was so cool like it, it sucked it sucked but uh <laughs> that was another that was another funny moment with my mum so i've got um i it was obviously um 
bad at the time. And so a lot of people hated me and they hated the dab. And so I kept doing it, obviously. Um, and I've, we've gone through and my mum's over on the um, grandstand closest to backstage. And so we go through on the other side. There's this fan like, like standing over me like, yeah, you deserve to be in there. That's your coffin. Go die in there. Like saying all this. Mum comes running down because she's like, holy crap, my son's hurt. Like, they come I think, I, think I, I, think I remember she, this. I remember seeing someone yeah, walk. My she, dad didn't know who it was. Like. She's standing over just like, are you okay? Are you okay? While this person's standing up, die in there. That's your hole. Like, yeah, so mum's had a lot of experiences when it comes to wrestling. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that, uh, that moment was yeah surreal. Like in in the crowd reaction off it because no one saw it coming. It was mm. it was the first time anything had happened with the stage at PCW as well. So um, yeah, that was it was cool and it uh, hurt a lot. I remember that that was my oh, that wasn't my first day. that was my second Destiny ladder match and they're mm. never fun. You walk no. out sore every single time. <laughs> no. Was that is that actually available on the PCW network? Is uh, that's a match I'd that, love yeah, to see? Yeah, that again. one is. Okay, yeah, that on. one is is on the PCW network. Yeah, yeah. Link um, will be in the description of that yeah. one, guys, because you definitely need to watch yeah. that match. Yeah, that was that was something special. That one, and um, I, I know they're they're slowly getting through our catalog um, and uploading a whole lot more of our, our older stuff uh, as they get through there on the PCW network. So mm. it's good. It's starting to get a lot more content on there. Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely definitely worth checking out. How much is it, how much is it uh, per month, yet, Cass? I'm pretty sure it. I don't know if it's risen like recently, but from what I remember, it was like ten ninety nine um, oh. Australian. I think it's been a been a while since I've I've had to check that one, but yeah, around that mark. Yeah. Well, links links all in the description, guys, if you want to check it out, because uh, definitely support PCW and Australian wrestling, because um, they've got some great content out there. So definitely check it out. Now I want to I want to uh, take it back. So obviously we, got, we stepped. Uh, sorry, we went a little bit too far. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, that, but I had to bring it up because it was the first memory that came in the moment we said destiny. Uh, yeah. Now I'll be flat, flat honest when you when you first when you were when you were the mozzie, I was not really a big fan of the character. I've loved loved your work. Yeah. I thought your work was fantastic. Just the character, not so much. And I yeah. I remember yeah, no, saying yeah. I remember kept saying to everyone who was around me like. You're like, oh, he's, he's so great. I said, yeah, but, you know, his mic work, his character, that. not yeah, that great. Yeah. And I said, I bet you any money he'll be great um, as a heel. And they went, they'll never turn him heel. Look, look how over he is. I said, I said yeah. imagine how over he'll be if he was a heel. If he, yeah, yeah. Not one person believed me, right? <laughs> and as I said that out loud, the next week you turned heel. Oh, there right? you go. So I don't, I don't yeah. want to be, I don't want to say that I'm the catalyst of that. I just, it just, you, you know, yeah, just, yeah, it just happened. Yeah. Um, and I, and I started questioning myself because, like, the heel turn was like, oh, it's all right, you know. Then you, you drop a few weeks later, true champion. Can I just say one of my, one of my best friends, Addy, and Addy, if you're listening, um, I f-ing blame me for this one. Um, he loved you so much, right? That the moment you kept to, uh, chanting "True Champion," every time we go out, hey Dan, True Champion, Dan, True Champion, <laughs> Will you shut <laughs> up? Like seriously, I'm over it, man. Is he he's in New Zealand, and he and I don't I don't know if it's a New Zealand thing, but champion is it? Is it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, look, I was I was just uh, you know we tried setting up this podcast earlier, but I was in New Zealand at the time. Yeah, and um, and we're driving past all these places, and every town you go to, it's like home of champions. 
the next town, the king of the champions. So maybe it is a New Zealand thing. You know? <laughs> it must be. But what made the transition complete for me was your entrance music, Champion by Scribe. Yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah, that was that was awesome to have that, and uh, you know, it was at a time where we could have um, any music, mm. and uh, we didn't we didn't need that royalty free uh, type of type of line. And so when we did the switch, it was it was very hard because because um, we obviously were starting to stream on the network. We we're trying to do Facebook lives as well, and the moment anyone has licensed music, it would it would rip the stream straight off. So yeah, it was. Um, it was a big change that we had to to take on. And I remember at the time I was discussing with Tricky, I was like, what am I going to do, man? Like I, this music's really made it for me. Like this, this has been the song that's, you know, helped drive the character as well. Mm. And, um, and so we're, we're scrolling through a website called audio jungle, which gets you all your free royalty, free music and beats. And just none of it was like connecting with me and, um, or like hitting that spot that, that champion by scribe did. Uh, until uh, I went and got my hair cut at, at the place I always get my hair cut. I've got my my guy Thomas who hooks me up with a haircut all the time. Um, and I was sitting down with him and I'm like, man, do you know like any rappers? Like I need a rap song for my entrance. And um, it turns out I've got a, a cousin of mine that's – that's uh, look, it, when it comes to New Zealand families, there's a lot of cousins. Like everyone's <laughs> just a cousin. Like, mate, that's cousin, the, the same cousin, thing with Filipinos family, mate. We're all we're exactly it's, the same. We're all family, you know. So yeah. I just say he's my cousin, and uh, and that's what I teed up with um, with Mitchie. And I was like, man, this is this is my current song. This is what I need. I sent him um, Chris Heroes uh, old song, like yep. Who's a Hero, Chris Hero, that oh. one. And um, and yeah, I was like, I need I need something. And um, no, I was super happy when he when he brought out what he did as well for me. So, but it was hard pushing away from that scribe song. And um, Tricky and I even tried contacting him to get get a deal where we could use the song, mm. um, but it turned out it was owned by Warner Brothers, so yeah. there's no chance we'll get that license for it. But uh, but no, that was a that was a great song for the character at the time. Yeah. Oh, that, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be a mark at the moment now. I, I will admit, I <laughs> that was my ringtone for a good two years because I oh. I, I friggin' loved it that much. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good, and um, and and that was really where where the like true champion kind of came from. Cause when, when I'd done the turn, we're like, we need new music. Like I can't come out to here comes a boom anymore. And it was like, that's just too, too baby face. And, um, and so me and tricky were kind of going through stuff and he, he ended up finding that song champion by scribe. Mm. And cause he knows I like my rap music. And, um, and so he sent it to me and, it like started playing and I was like, and he, like at the start, he's got that true, 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 true champ. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking my music. But no, he's got, he's got true. <laughs> dun, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then um, he says true champion somewhere in there. And we'll, we'll part, like we're passing songs around with Rowdy and Rowdy's like, why don't we, why don't we just call you the true champion? And I was like, like that i like that and i was like you know what i, I like instantly i had a t-shirt design i was like stone true champion like that and just as simple as that and i was like i like that and then so he was like but if we're going to do that you need to have a reason why you're the true champion like why why you're a true champion so they threw it back to me and they're like we're not just going to give you this gimmick and you find out you know you just use it you know they're like we want you to give a reasoning behind it and so um it was really cool to 
to be able to give it, be given those reins to be like, oh, I've got to make something of this. Otherwise they're not going forward with it. Mm. And, um, and then, so yeah, I just took a deep dive in and I was like, look, like that's genuinely who I believe I am. I believe I'm a true champion, you know, yeah. and whether I've got the titles or not, I carry it in here and up here. And, you know, that's, I've grown up watching champions like the Melbourne storm. And, you know, when they're down and out, there was, they had a massive salary cap breach at one point. Yeah. I'll and never forget that. The, that was a horrible time to be a storm fan. Yeah. The, the moment that loses me forever with that though, was they did this press conference um, the day after it or a couple of days after it. And um, like hearing the stories that came out from it was like, you know, Craig Bellamy just got them all in a room and said, look, this is, this is where we're at. Um, we're going to be playing rugby league for absolutely nothing pretty much, but we have fans out there and we want to deliver for them. We, we you know, we need to build our, our brand back up. And um, they, they walked out as a team for this, uh, for this press conference. And it's like, that's, that's the true champion spirit, you know, that yep. that mentality to be like, no matter how down you are, you get back up and you keep walking through. And um, I've really carried that throughout my wrestling career too, you know, like uh, whether whether people are counting me out because I'm not carrying a championship anymore and they're like, oh, here he is, he's going stale again. But no, nah, I've carried myself and, you know. <laughs> Who in their rightful mind said that you go stale? I, I, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't attend PCW shows as regular as I used to, but I don't think you've ever missed a beat. I, I, I like to, I like to hear somebody and you know comment, comment, um, uh, in the comments, guys, because I, I really want to know who's saying this because you've never missed a beat, in my opinion, ever. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. You know, I, yeah. I, I do my best to, you know, try keep up with the times as well, like. Far out, JJ Ferno is a hell of a talent, and uh, keeping up with that guy is is a hell of a feat. And um, yeah, he he's killing it at the moment. So I try and do, try and do my best. At, like as I said, ten years now, uh, it's not as old as, as some guys like Tricky, but uh, but man, like it, it takes a toll on you. And so trying to keep up with the current things that are happening in the wrestling community as well is is tough and constantly evolving like i've had that true champion name for quite some time now and mm. uh constantly evolving that as well um is yeah is a tough is a tough feat but i do my best man and as i said like whether i'm carrying championships or not in here and up here i'm i'm the true champion to myself so i'll uh, always carry that name with pride mm. yeah definitely and, and and you know you always keep your head up man because like, like i said and it, this is not this is not me kissing your ass or anything um generally i do i do believe that you've never misstepped and i always think that you are just an absolute fucking star and i can't speak i can't speak highly enough of you man um yeah, you. We're, we're almost running out of time but i, I, I want to get yeah, a couple yeah. more questions out before we uh get to yeah, the yeah. no worries i smash them out you yeah. got you you got uh all the gold at one point yeah yeah what was your mentality on that and how good did that feel yeah, man, like that was that was the moment, you know, where it was like, holy crap, like this is me being the true champion. I am I'm carrying the tag team championships by myself. I've got the ignition championship, the slam championship, and it was just that national championship that uh that managed to slip away. But um no, nah, that was that was a like it's crazy to think that I was able to help carry the company through that period of we really weren't developing a whole lot of slam talent and so it was a it was a tough thing for the company at that time and it was like you know we did i was like i'll come in true champion i'll take that championship like you know lucky lucky opened up an open challenge and i i went out there and was the better man at the end of the day um but no it was it was crazy to be able to hold that much gold at the time you know i, I didn't think it would ever be able to happen and it was able to help 
really solidify that name of, of the true champion. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. There was an image of you when you were holding all of it, and I, I, I wish I made this. I don't know if anyone ever made it, but have you ever seen that, that photo of Kurt Angle having all the TNA gold? Oh, I feel like I have. Like I, I can't picture it right now, but I, I think I have seen seen that one. Yeah. And me, 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 the moment I, you shared that photo, I went, "That's that." Uh, like, he's the Kurt Angle of PCW. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, one thing I want, I've always wanted to ask you this. Now, you were on the dark match yeah. uh, with uh, Nate Cross in the very in, in the relaunch of World Series Wrestling. Firstly, yeah, how um, how uh, honored were you to be part of that? But why haven't we seen you back in WSW? Yeah, so that that was like real cool because it was. Crazy to be backstage. I can't one hundred percent remember who was, who was actually on that show at the time. But um, I, I remember there was Austin Aries because he was actually the reason Nate and I got on that show. Mm. Um, so he did a wrestling seminar beforehand, and um, he was it was kind of like whoever he sees stands out the most, they're the guys that are going to get booked on the show. Ah. Um, and so Daddy, and I remember Daddy Psycho was in that class as well, and he was like. Well, I like this guy because he's massive. Like he's he's jacked. He look, you know, he he's got that wrestler look. And but Psycho was already on the show, yeah. <laughs> so um, so yeah. And then we were we were the two that stood out the most to him. And um, and so that was really cool. Like to get that that privilege just to go backstage and and hang with those guys like Austin Aries. There was X Pack back there. Um, I'm trying to remember, I can't remember really who else was on there because we. Done so head, many head, now. Head, headbangers, Ricochet, yep. Zack Sabre Jr., yeah, yeah. Tessa Blanchard. It, yeah, oh, it was another massive there. card from memory. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it was crazy to be on there and, and have that that moment. And um and then so we were also on the on the next one. It was me, Nate Cross, and Ryan Rapid. We had a triple threat match. Oh. Um yeah, and that was another cool one because um, I got to speak to Brian Cage about like I was like, man, how do how do we do this? Like we we are the dark match, and you know, but we want to show what we've got. And he's like, he he can't. He, he's like, look, at the end of the day, he's like, we're here for two nights. He's like, that's it. Then we we leave and we come back another time. You know, he's like, you guys are going to be here week in week out doing your shows at this venue. And he's like, go out there and like make a name for yourself. Like do do everything. Like because I've always I've always been of that. Um, Persona of you know your match one or you're a dark match you you're there to get the crowd warmed up and and ready for a show you know you, yeah. you're not there to do the high spots and and do all this type of stuff and um yeah so he he was just like man go out there and do everything you've got like show the crowd why they should come back and watch you guys wrestle again um but I don't I, yeah I don't know why I haven't been on one one since uh it's a it's a hard sell but um. You know, I, I think it just goes back to what Adrian was saying on your podcast. He isn't really watching the local scene as much as I, I think he should be. Um, I think these are great opportunities to have international guys go up against, you know, like us local talent. Mm. Um, I think it would be, you know, I was looking at TJP out there. And I was like, fire out. He would be a great matchup with uh, with Em and the Kid, mm. you know, um, guys like Bandito going up against JJ Ferner. Like that would be insane. Ryan Rapid in there. Um. Yeah, like we've got so much talent down at PCW too that it, it's just missing out on these type of shows, and I think it would really help benefit the wrestling scene in Australia as a whole if we were if we were able to get Melbourne guys on these shows as well. So, but you know, it's just just one of those things again. Like I want to help build 
the Australian wrestling community. So we're doing everything down at PCW weekend to help build, build up our company as a whole. And, you know, maybe we won't need world series wrestling and we'll be able to have our world series wrestling type of thing, you know, so that's the goal. That's the goal here down at PCW. We'll, we'll bring internationals in to come watch us. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. well, on social media, I don't know if you I don't know if you watched it, uh, seen this, but my Triple G grandfather Adam Crow has been calling himself the true champion for the last few weeks oh, because he's now because yeah. he's now um, the official breakout champion. Oh yeah. How, yeah. Do you, how do you feel about this, and what do you plan on doing with it? Yeah, look, I'll more than happily take that away from him. You know, I'll I'll show him who the real true champion is. It's it is Castone, one hundred and ten percent. I've carried it for a long time, and as I said, no matter what. Whoever's challenging me in here and up here, I've got that. I've got that true champion title. So, if anyone wants to step to my name, I've, I'll, I'll defend it with pride. <laughs> you heard of his first year, Grandpa. Um, Castone is challenging you and calling you out. So, let's you know, it. let's see. All right. So, we're almost uh, at the end. I need to ask these simple question here. What if it's cool? What is something yeah. that you find cool that nobody else does? Look, I, like, I know there's a lot of people that do find it cool, but within our wrestling community at PCW and I, I know besides Lucas Daniels, I'm the only other person I do find them cool. And that's definitely my, uh, my shoe collection. And, uh, yeah, I've got, <laughs> you saw that one coming, didn't you? <laughs> uh, I, I, it was either shoes or hats. And I was like, Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Those, so the hats, hats definitely were a big one, uh, back in the day, but then I ended up finding a barber that can cut. It's not looking too fresh right now, but, uh, I found a barber that can cut my hair pretty good. So uh, it started to fade out of the hats. Um, and now uh, I'm looking at my shoe collection now. I've got about 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24. And it just goes on and on. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Jeez. You, yeah, y- you no, young I'm... kids and your shoe collection with hats. Yeah, man. God. I just got to yeah, – I rock up to every show making sure I'm the best looking there, you know. So um, my, my Jordan collection's on point. I try and keep it as fresh as – as I can, and um, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we got risk coming up for P- uh, for PCW. Um, what's going to happen yeah. in there? Yeah, so that's co- yeah, so that's coming up on the eighteenth of March. Um, now, unfortunately, at the moment, Lucas Daniels and myself are not scheduled to uh, have a contest here, um, as Lucas Daniels is not medically cleared. And um, look, we we will be facing BD at some point, just not right now. You know, he's not medically cleared, and it's not safe for Lucas Daniels to wrestle at this point in time. Of course. Uh, so, but there there is some some other huge matches coming up on on PCW Risk. We have uh, James Sly taking on JJ Ferno, and um, you know I. I know James Sly inside and outside of wrestling, and he wants that ignition championship more than anything. And uh, so I think he's going to stop at nothing to take out JJ Ferno and walk out PCW ignition champion. Well, he hasn't shut up about uh, it on, also... on social media yet. So, you know, of course he wants it. <laughs> I, I, man, that, that guy loves his social media and um, he he loves promoting himself. And so, you know, he's going to do everything he can to be to be the guy carrying I love I love you, James, and, but, you know, you know, I see it every... Um... <laughs> Every day you're putting something on. <laughs> and he is a guy to promote every single day, isn't he? Like, it isn't even like a – doesn't give it a break at all. No, he's, and he goes full force too, so. Yeah, no, um, he, no, he's look, fantastic. Yeah, at least it's someone that's willing to carry carry the company and, and put it on his back and say, hey, I'm going to promote you guys. Come on, get behind me. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, then we have uh, Ryan Rapid taking on – 
Barry O'Leary, this is going to be an instant classic. Uh, if you've ever seen Ryan Rapid wrestle, he's phenomenal. Uh, and then Barry O'Leary is just coming through the ranks real quick at the moment. And, um, you know, he's they've, they've been at war over the last couple of weeks and they finally get to settle the score here at PCW Risk. So that's going to be, that's going to be a hectic matchup. Uh, but then speaking of hectic, we have Tricky versus James Bolton in a no disqualifications match. Mm. And, um, you know, I haven't seen, I haven't seen James Bolton a whole lot. Um, but he's, he's rising through the ranks just like, um, just like Barry as well. And, uh, you know, Tricky in a no DQ match. I'm just, uh, I don't know where his, his crazy mind would take him. So, so it's going to be interesting seeing how, how Tricky takes, takes on James Bolton in that one. I'm sure he's um, not going to hold back. Then move he's, on. he's not going to be. He's not going to be a person to hold back on anything, especially with a feud like that. Exactly, you know. And he's 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 got this crazy mind that just keeps ticking, and he'll find everything and anything around that arena to use as as uh, you know whether you want to call it an advantage or or just smarts. You know, when it comes to tricky, he's, he's a crazy person. Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> but then we we move. <laughs> we're going to massive match up when it's. Uh, Shen will be taking on Robbie Thorpe. Now, Robbie Thorpe's just come off two two losses of the national championship. And, um, you know, he's he's got a point to prove. And Shen's our PCW Slam champion now. So he's he's got a lot to prove as well. And um, it's pretty cool seeing these two guys on, on our big show because I saw them coming through the ranks of uh, PCW Slam. Like, they their first matchups were against each other. And I'm pretty sure they had, like, this best of three series. That was insane. And to think now that these guys actually have a bit of experience behind them. Um, this match is going to be, yeah, crazy yeah. cool. Um, but then we have our, our main event, main event matchup, which I did not see coming by the way. Um, you know, and I don't think Tommy saw it coming either. He, he had beaten Robbie Thorpe. He got on the mic. He was talking his, talking his talk. And uh, he said, there's no one left. The lights went out. Boom. There's Wake. Uh, you know, he's, he's another, another talent down at PCW that I think is, very overlooked uh wake he's he's phenomenal he just he finds a way to keep going and going and does the craziest stuff i've ever seen in my life and uh yeah it's it's him taking on tommy hellfire for that pcw national championship so oh man that's gonna be an absolute banger i'm just i'm just picturing in my head how many bite marks tommy's gonna have over all over his body (laughs) from wake uh i i talked to murdoch years ago and i i remember him saying how much does that really hurt? Because, like, obviously, you know, there's there's a little bit of theatricals in in wrestling, but apparently he yeah. really bites hard. So, um, Tommy, no, yeah, yeah, no, wait, <laughs> it, uh, multiple times I've had bite marks over myself from uh, from Wake, and and yeah, so <laughs> he's, he's definitely a a talent, a, a talent you watch out for, and his scent <laughs> on his scent on splashes. Is one that you want to miss as well. Like, that's, I'll that's never, never, I'll never forget days. when he, um, when he became, uh, or oh, sorry, when he, when he did, uh, did one. I can't remember if it was off the grand, off the, the grandstand or on top of the, uh, the. Yeah, that was that was and with, he, that was with myself as well. Yeah, that was that was me. Oh, sh- was who? Uh, oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, and he, uh, yeah, he just took the wrong step, and the and the board snapped out from underneath him. And man, that the guy went hit hit hard concrete. Yeah, I, and he got I, I back was, up and started fighting me again. <laughs> that that man is absolutely insane. I couldn't believe that he got up after because if that was me, I'm like, no, I, I, I'm good. I'm I'm just gonna stay here. Yeah, yeah, just leave me some food. Yeah, yeah. I'll, let's just call the match now. Throw, throw yeah, up the X. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> um, oh. And then and the, 
the last thing I did forget to mention uh, on PCW Risk is there's also going to be the the presidential election. So uh, Carl Grove taking on uh, Ruby for for the presidential election as well is happening yeah. at uh, PCW Risk on the 18th of March. Who are you voting for, Mark? But, um, oh, I'm backing Carl all the way. I, I think he, he runs a great workplace down there. He's, he's looking after the talent. He's making sure Lucas Daniels isn't getting in there too soon. So... You know, I'm I'm fully behind Carl uh, Grove in this in this presidential election. Fair enough. I've got to vote for Ruby simply because she's backing my boys B squared and JSA. Um, it's not nothing personal, Carl. I you know just got to support the the, the home side on this one. So I do apologize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might just ban you from the next few shows, but you know, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, Cass, where can all our listeners and viewers find you on socials? Yeah, uh, I've got my Instagram is Caststone, uh, TC. Uh That's C-A-S-S-S-T-O-N-E-T-C. Uh, and then my Facebook page is just Caststone. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Caststone. Yeah, that's all That's all it is there. And they're my two socials you can hit me at. <laughs> well, Caststone, thank you so much for being part of the show. Um, I can't wait to see you again in person um, and just – can't wait to see what's next for you and for also for Lucas Daniels and uh, send my um, yeah. my gratitude to him uh, and I hope he's feeling better soon. No, thank you, man. Really appreciate it. And um, just for anyone who who is wanting to become a wrestler, you know, uh, we've got some exciting things happening down at the Wrestling Academy now. And um, so, yeah, now's the time more than ever to uh, to head over to learntowrestle.com.au and, and hit that link, like jump on. We've got some really exciting things coming up in in plans and um yeah let's let's help grow the australian wrestling community and and create our own our own uh you know stadium that people can get behind and and come come overseas to come watch watch us perform here Amen but, uh, no, thank you man thank you thank you for everything you do for australian wrestling as well you're you're helping spread the good word of who who we have around here so so thank you for doing what you do i really appreciate it, man that that's very kind words thank you man <laughs> no, thank you and that's the end of that episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Want more from Whatever School? Make sure to check out the YouTube channel where you can find the latest episodes of Mukbang Around, Reaction, and of course, the vodcast. And don't forget to follow the show on all socials. It can be found at Whatever School. Keep that support coming. And until next time, I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.